Hello everybody and welcome into episode number 321 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading both Psalm 129 and 130 today and our focus is on this one simple fact. No matter who you are, know this. With the Lord, there is abundant mercy and redemption, an encouragement. So our goal is to read the Word of God with you, think about the Word of God with you, listen to it, follow it, understand it, and obey it together. And our goal is to bring as many people into that process as possible, thinking about the Word together, listening to it together, and obeying it. So I would encourage you to share the show with friends and neighbors, maybe even a a post on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or whatever, or just old-fashioned conversation. Let somebody know about the Bible 2021 podcast. That would be awesome. So back to the Psalms today and two more songs of ascent. These are worship songs that the people of Israel would sing when they were heading into Jerusalem to worship for a particular festival, which is somewhat reminiscent of the Jesus-focused Christmas songs that Christians sing around the time of the year when we celebrate the Nativity, the birth of Jesus. Now, we're mainly going to discuss Psalm 130, but Psalm 129 is definitely worth at least a few words. It, It begins by discussing all of the trouble and persecution Israel has endured over the years, described very poetically by verse 3, which says, Plowmen plowed over my back, they made their furrows long. Then it concludes with a series of curses for those who hate Israel or Zion or God's people. Let them be driven back. Let them be like the grass that withers quickly. And then, interestingly enough, the psalm ends with a very unusual sort of curse on those who hate Israel. Verse 8 says, Then none who pass by will say, May the Lord's blessing be on you. We bless you in the name of the Lord. So that curse, that final curse on the haters of God's people basically boils down to, may nobody bless you in the name of the Lord. May the Lord's blessing not be on you. Now, we're probably used to more colorful and violent curses. I don't know. May the mountains fall on you. May the earth swallow you up whole, etc. But this particular curse really illustrates the power and significance of a blessing in the name of the Lord. So good and tangibly good is such a blessing that Withholding it or withdrawing it itself becomes a curse. Think about that. Well, let's go ahead and read both of our Psalms, and then we will discuss Psalm 130 in a little bit more depth. Psalm 129, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible. Since my youth they have often attacked me. Let Israel say, since my youth they have often attacked me, but they have not prevailed against me. Plowmen plowed over my back, they made their furrows long. The Lord is righteous. He has cut the ropes of the wicked. Let all who hate Zion be driven back in disgrace. Let them be like grass on the rooftops, which withers before it grows up and can't even fill the hands of the reaper or the arms of the one who binds sheaves. Then none who pass by will say, may the Lord's blessing be on you. We bless you in the name of the Lord. Psalm 130 verse 1. Out of the depths I call to you, Lord. Lord, listen to my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my cry for help. Lord, if you kept an account of iniquities, Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness so that you may be revered. I wait for the Lord. I wait and put my hope in his word. I wait for the Lord more than watchmen for the morning. 
More than watchmen for the morning, Israel, put your hope in the Lord, for there is faithful love with the Lord, and with him is redemption in abundance, and he will redeem Israel from all its iniquities. Well, amen. In in this psalm, Psalm 130, we have like a four-part cry for help. In the first section, uh, verses 1 and 2, the psalmist opens by begging God to hear him, to hear his cry for help, which is a very typical opening for a lot of these psalms. He says, Lord, listen to my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my cry for help. This is a very biblical prayer for us to utter. In section two, the psalmist comments on the great justice and the perfect memory of God, noting that we would all be doomed if God recorded all of our sins and held them against us. But he praises God, with you there is forgiveness so that you may be revered. Well, the next section of the song is one we are all too familiar with, waiting. The fact that the psalmist is waiting earnestly for God's deliverance and help demonstrates to us Again, that we will often be in a similar place, waiting, waiting, waiting on God's rescue and deliverance. Beloved, do not be surprised at delayed answers to prayers. The Lord moves in mysterious ways and the Lord moves with mysterious timing. Finally, a great note of hope is sounded in that fourth section. Israel, put your hope in the Lord, for there is faithful love with the Lord, and with him is redemption in abundance, and he will redeem Israel from all of its iniquities. Well, how did God ultimately redeem Israel? With his son, of course, the Lamb of God, the coming of Jesus, the atoning death of Jesus on the cross, who came hundreds of years after this psalm was written. We learn from this that God is faithful. He's certain. He is sure. He will fulfill his promises. And we learn from this that his timing can be quite extended sometimes. Well, further, here's some great and encouraging commentary on this psalm from our dear brother Charles Spurgeon. He says, you notice that this psalm, Psalm 130, is one of the songs of a degrees. That is, Psalms ascending by steps, and it begins at the very bottom, out of the depths, the psalmist says, but it gradually climbs up to the heights. He shall redeem Israel from all his iniquities. May your experience and mine, beloved, be like a ladder, upward, always upward, step by step, ever rising and getting nearer to our God. This psalm begins very low. The psalmist is in the depths of sorrow and conscious of his sin, the depths of weakness, the depths of doubt and fear. Yet, though he is in those depths, he does not leave off praying. Out of the depths have I cried. Some of the best prayers that were ever prayed, says Spurgeon, have been offered in the depths. There are some men who never prayed at all until they came into the depths of sorrow, and those sorrows pressed their prayers out of them. Let Israel hope in the Lord. Until this verse, the psalmist has been talking about himself. Now he speaks about all the people of God. True religion is expansive. As your own heart gets warmed, you begin to call others in to share your good fortune. Let Israel hope in the Lord. Did not their father Jacob do so? When all night he wrestled at the Jabbok brook, he hoped in the Lord, and so he gained his name Israel and went away triumphant because he hoped in Jehovah. For with Jehovah there is mercy. Believe that, O seeking sinner. 
with the Lord. With Jehovah, there is mercy. Believe this, a backslider. With the Lord, with Jehovah, there is mercy. Believe this, downcast child of God. And with him is redemption, plentiful redemption. There is enough for you. There is enough for all who come to him. There is not a slave of sin whom God cannot redeem, for with him is plentiful overflowing redemption, and he shall redeem. There's the comfort of it. He not only has abundant redemption, but he will make use of it. He will redeem Israel, the whole of his Israel, all of his people. He shall redeem Israel from all of his iniquities. Oh, come to him, says Spurgeon, with all of your sins and pray to be redeemed from them. And as surely as Jehovah the Lord lives, he will fulfill this promise and he will redeem you from all of your iniquities because with the Lord is abundant overflowing mercy and redemption. Amen. Let's close with our Bible memory passage for the month of November. It's John 14 verse 6. As I read it, I hope you'll join me and say it together. Our goal is to memorize this verse by the end of the month and we're trying to do 12 this year. So John 14 6 says, Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He is the only way, dear friends. Good day to you and Godspeed.